Manimal here. It's Monday, November 13th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to talk about the Astros' new manager. The qualifying offers are out. Are anybody going to take one of those things? Uh, the surprise Sageros win the Arizona Fall League. That's the Rangers' Fall League team, so we're definitely going to talk about that. And... It's 40-man roster time. The Rangers have a pro- bunch of guys that are Rule 5 eligible. We're going to talk about them and who's going to be put on that 40-man. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball, and we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK Kevin Frazier. Before I tell you about social media, I got to make sure you guys know that the Texas Rangers, your Texas Rangers, our Texas Rangers, are the 2023 World Series champions. How about that? So you can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. Don't forget to check out Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And joining me, my co-host, the 300-pound manual, a.k.a. Bull. We have such a full show. I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm try to just pass it over to you and let, them, let you tell them how you're doing and where they can find you on socials. Yeah, man, you know, I'm doing good. It's... Uh... It's a Monday morning, so we got the full week ahead of us, and things are starting to pick up in uh, Major League offseason. We've got so much to talk about today because the 40 man. I mean, you know how it is. Last year, it was such a hectic, some gun all all off season on what are they going to do with these guys and these guys and are we going to keep this dude and you know i mean because remember, at some point, we thought that Josh Spores might not even be on the team. Yeah this point you know uh, after the 40 man cuts and after they signed guys but there he was closing out the world series so it's so hard to tell who's going to be those guys and who are you know i mean we always talked about how good the stuff was with with spores but would it show up and man did it show up in a big way when they needed it the most and so you know we'll talk about that 40 man stuff and then uh you know that that'll take up a lot of this show and we'll talk about a lot of guys that are eligible for the rule five and uh, and what prospects that we think are going to go on that list and and guys that you're going to need to start getting uh um, familiar with because they're going to be on the big club at some point in the next couple of years. And, um, but that's, that's a fun time for me. You know, you know, that stuff. I love that stuff. And, and, uh, you know, if you listen to the, uh, down on the farm show yet, you know, that, that we love, we love breaking down those, uh, those minor league guys. Absolutely. The prospects, uh, prospects on this show are kind of, uh, I would say kind of our wheelhouse. It's something that we do that might separate us a little bit from uh, some of the other uh, Rangers podcasts out there because we want to make sure that that you know what the future of this team looks like. So um, let's just bounce through the... Well, I got to tell them real oh, quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yes, know, I got to tell them that yeah. you can find me on X at Manimal Bull. That's Twitter for our crowd because, you know, our crowd is, you know... Yeah, yeah. They're... Basically. We'll talk about that later, right? No, but yeah. Manimal 300 on Instagram <laughs> and Bull Pro on both Facebook and TikTok. So, uh, you know, if you're if you're a Facebook 
crowd, you know, that I'm, uh, uh, you know, it's Twitter. And if you're a, a TikTok crowd, you, you call it the X, right? I, I don't know how that works. I'm not 100% <laughs> certain on that. Absolutely. So let's get quickly around the league. Um, we kind of both were saw the writing or were hoping, and weirdly, I don't know if hoping is the right word, but um, we felt like both the best thing for the Houston Astros would be uh, that they hired Joe Esponda they went ahead and listened to us and went ahead and did that. Um, so I think the Astros will be competitive again next year, uh, which, you know, not, not, not mad about it. Not mad about it at all, but uh, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, off season for Houston to say the least. Well, yeah. I mean, this is the first move that they've got to make along the way and uh, hiring a manager is a big step and, Joe Sponda, I think, uh, you know, he's probably ready to take on the job. And, uh, you know, with, with Dusty leaving, they needed they needed a, a, a fresh, you know, a fresh start with the, uh, with the, with the guy that they, they picked up. And I think Joe Sponda, he's, he's kind of that guy for them because the, the whole city kind of seems to be on board with, Esponda being the manager, and and I think that uh, the team that's kind of the direction they wanted to go. I kind of read today earlier that like Brad Ausmus was never really a serious um, candidate for the job, and that it was basically Esponda's from the from the get go. And I would imagine that uh, you know Astro fans they're going to be happy with that because that's the guy they wanted, and they got the guy they wanted. And I saw Gary Pettis will be leaving with Dusty Baker as well. Oh wow, wow. Hmm. Uh yeah, just a little bit of drama in Houston. But let's we've got too much to talk about Ranger Wise today to get bogged down with these guys. Um, why don't we just tell you um I you have a question here on, on the notes. Do any of the guys offered qualifying offers accept? Ah uh, I don't know, man. Doesn't seem like it, does it? I don't I don't think so this year. It seems like one of those years where they were really only uh extended to the guys that were top flight caliber um uh uh free agents and there weren't any like, like last year whenever martin perez and and jock peterson kind of signed theirs you kind of knew they were going to because the market didn't really say 20 million for those guys so uh, but there's not anybody on that list really that uh um, looks like they're that they're going to take it. I mean, I feel like Mitch Garver would have been like the type of guy that would take it if it was extended, but um, you know, it wasn't. So, yeah, I don't think there's anybody on this list. I mean, you know, I doubt Otani's going to take twenty million just because he can only hit or whatever. So that ain't going to happen. And and any of those other guys, uh, they would be crazy to take it. I think it was in their best uh, best uh to to go out there test the free agent market and most of those teams are doing that you know, just to get that draft pick absolutely absolutely my my dog is packing in the background she's i guess wanted to get on the show um well you know what let's we we have got we are loaded in our rangers um news why don't we hop over there talk about an exciting thing that happened over the weekend organization wide and then We'll go in, we'll go to a little break there, and then we can jump into that 40 man and we don't have to stop. Absolutely. So, Rangers win another championship, add another chip uh, to the to the uh, to our belt for this year. So, 
uh, things just got gooder for the organization. So uh, why don't you tell them a little bit about what, what happened over the weekend and, and some of these Rangers players that are making an impact. Yeah, on Saturday, on Championship Saturday at the uh, Arizona Fall League, the uh, Surprise Tejeros, they won the uh, Arizona Fall League. They were able to uh, knock off the Peoria Javelinas and uh, capture back-to-back championships uh, for the first time in their franchise history in the Fall League, and that dates back to 1992. Um, they put up numbers about how so many All-Stars and Cy Youngs and MVPs have all played in the Fall League, and you know it's so it's so prestigious. And I wish that uh, MLB Network did a lot more work with the Fall League and with the um, the winter leagues all over the world to to see more of these young guys that uh, we want to see and see them play not just in the fall, but in the winter and, and keep that rolling all year long. But, you know, I mean, it's expensive to set up in those spots and do that all the time, but, but very cool for uh, Carlos Cardoza, the head coach or manager of the Frisco Rough Riders. Um, we talked about him on the down on the farm show, uh, just a, a, a blazing superstar uh through the Rangers organization. And I imagine that that's not going to stop anytime soon. And, uh, you know, so good for him. Gets another, it gets another one of those because he was also the fall league coach last year. Um, so, you know, winning his pedigree and, and hopefully, you know, he'll continue rising through that Rangers organization and they don't get him sniped from some other team, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Rangers, they had a handful of guys that made contributions this year for the uh, Arizona Fall League and uh, Abby Ortiz had a big hit last night in the uh, in the six five win and uh, our guy Bubba. Tui, uh, Tupi, Hoopy, Tui on the toe. He struggled a little bit in the ninth, but they they bailed him out and uh, he gave up his first runs of the whole fall league. So I guess there was there was a you know a little. It was okay that they had to bail him out last night, but uh, yeah, surprise adds another championship. And uh, um, Emiliano Teoda was the reliever of the year. Believe it or not, even though Hoopy Tui on the Toa didn't give up any runs, neither did uh, Emiliano Teodo. So, you know, the Rangers have got some guys rising in that, uh, in the rising stocks in that fall league right now. And that was a, a good to watch last night. I, I really enjoyed it. Liam Hicks had a really nice fall league. Abby Ortiz, again, he had a good fall league. And uh, um, they, they had some other guys that contribute along the way. Zach Kent, um, Mitch Brott, uh, Alejandro Osuna, Cam Colley. So, you know, lots of guys that were contributing. Uh, Ian Mahler was also on that team. So lots of guys that contributed, got a championship in that fall league, and the, the Rangers will be able to see that thing in surprise when they get there for spring training. Yeah, pretty awesome. Just awesome all around to hear uh, what's happening within this organization. So, hey, why don't you tell us real quick where what's uh, it's, it, things are shaping up on December 1st. So there, there, there's, some, there's some news happening there too. Well, I saw this week that they had dropped that uh, Brick Savage will be in the Matt Classic. Oh, so, man. Or the Winter Classic for Matt War Pro. So I have a new tag team I hope that I'm uh, lined up with. And it's me and Brick Savage just bashing <laughs> our way to the championship. And then you can put our names on that trophy and that uh, we'll, we'll win that thing. So no offense to all the other people that I've wanted to tag with in the past. Mm. 
but I think from here on in, it's going to be me and the savage. <laughs> well, you know, I, how could I blame you? Um, if you were to tell me, hey, Kev, uh, pick anybody from Matt War Pro uh, that you'd want to have your back, uh, I'd probably have to do a uh, paper, rock, scissors between uh, Big Damo and, and Brick Savage. Uh, and I wouldn't complain if either one of those guys uh, were – I was able to team with either one of those guys. So, uh, you know, best of luck to you. That I'd love to see you and Brick team up together because really just love both of you guys. W's. Yeah. Oh, and it, it'll, it yeah. would be it would be a foregone conclusion, too. Well, but Friday, Friday, December 1st is coming on us fast. We're just a couple of weeks away now, and uh, I can't wait. It's going to be a big time. And, uh, you know, get all your – Get all your Christmas shopping done on Black Friday, so on, so on uh, Matt Cla- or uh, Winter Classic Friday, you can be out at Martin House Brewing, December first, seven p.m. Our friends at Starry Ice Cream will be out there with all the ice cream snacks that you need in your life, and uh, Matt, uh, Martin House Brewing will have their uh, collaboration with Matt War Pro, the Body Slammer IPA uh, on tap, and you can buy some cans to go home with, and uh, they will have food trucks on site. So bring your appetite, bring your bring your uh, thirst, and uh, come check out some wrestling on Friday, December 1st. Absolutely. Super excited, super pumped. It's going to be a blast. Um, all right, now let's jump into it. Texas Rangers, 40-man rosters are going to be um, well, let's see. You, you, okay, look, without me, I'm not going to botch it. There's there's a big roster move coming on Tuesday. Tell our people what's going on. Well, what happens on Tuesday is uh, it's the uh, deadline to add um, five-year uh, five international and high school guys and four-year college guys to your roster. So every, uh, every guy that came out of college – in 2020 and every guy that came out of high school in 2019 is eligible to be rule five or eligible for the rule five draft. A lot of these guys that we're going to talk about today are probably not going to be put on the 40 man roster and probably not going to be drafted in the, in the, uh, uh, in the rule five draft, but there are guys that the Rangers have in their organization that are either a getting older and getting better at the, at the minor league levels that are going to get an opportunity somewhere or B they have guys that they want to keep that they do not want to let anyone else get. And, and we'll talk about some of those guys here in a minute. I think uh, if we're going to talk what the, the first guys that we're going to talk about are the guys that are locks. That they're definitely going to go on this thing. And my first lock, and I imagine it's your first lock, is Justin Foscue. Yeah, I, I think there's no doubt in my mind uh, that Foscue has to go on this thing. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just necessary. You can't give a guy like that up, not with that bat. And it's just these are, these are the guys you can't have come back and bite you um, as an organization. You know, they, you, you can't give other teams – the opportunity to steal uh, some of your best guys. And, and that's definitely what, what uh, Foskey is. He's, he's a major league contributor as far as what, or what I think we're concerned. So um, yeah, he's definitely going to be on the list now real quick. Um, just, just to kind of give you guys an idea of where we're at. So the Rangers right now have 33 players on their 40 man roster. Those are all players that you're all familiar with. Mostly um, there's a few guys that uh, 
most likely will be dropping off that 40 man that we're, we're going to talk about. Um, there's some guys that we think that are going to be on the 40 man that were actually going to be added uh, that aren't on there now. And then we've got some bubble guys and then we got some long shots. And so let's start. We've already jumped in on who we think is on. And again, when we put these guys on, it doesn't necessarily mean somebody has to come off that list, but it, the Rangers are only going to have so many slots to sign free agents as well to the 40 man roster. So we know they're going to go after some free agents. So, well, yeah, and I, go ahead. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've only got three guys that are like lock locks that are going to for sure, in my opinion, go on. Okay. I have a fourth guy who I think should go on and probably will go on just because of what he's done. Mm-hmm. and what we saw happen last year. Absolutely, absolutely. So first you got Justin Foscue. I agree as well. For those of our um, our fans that don't necessarily follow us on Down on the Farm with the boys, um, you want to give a quick profile for, for Justin Foscue? Maybe he's a the- hitter. He's a hitter. Man, the kid hits, the kid hits, the kid hits, the kid hits. They've been trying him at second, trying him at third, trying him at first seeing what they can get out of him, but they do know one thing for sure. He hits. He's a guy that's like at every level that he's played in, he's, he's kept that ops over 800. He's just a guy. He gets on base. He he walks more than he strikes out, which is a rarity in the game these days. And he just hits, man. I mean, he's an alleys guy that, I mean, I imagine the power will develop at some point. He's a sec baseball guy, which I mean, he hit, he hit it, you know. He hit at Mississippi State. He hit it, uh, um, Hickory. He hit it, Frisco. He hit it at, at Round Rock. So I mean, he's just going to continue to hit, and they're going to put him on that forty man because when they need a hitter next year, or if something happens, God willing, to you know, Young or Low or Simeon, he's going to step in there and he's going to hit. He's going to come yeah. up and he's going to hit. That's what he does. That's his MO. That's who he's been his whole career, whether it be um, in the SEC, whether it be in the Sally League, whether it be in the Texas League, or whether it be in the PCL. He's hit, and I don't expect that to change at the at the big league level because he's a professional hitter that he knows his strike zone, and he's got he's, he's got he's similar, you know, to he's similar in, in his mindset at the plate as as. Uh, um, Evan Carter, where you look at it, you know he's got a spot where he's looking for a pitch. He's not particularly looking for any particular pitch, but he's looking in a spot. And if he doesn't get that, he's just not going to do anything with it because he's he's up there to hit. Love it. Love it. So thanks for the quick um, kind of the quick scouting report on Foscu, guy we're all high on. We know the organization is as well. Another guy, a friend of the show, a guy that uh, we, we had actually – that you got to talk a little bit to last year at spring training. Um, but a great bullpen pitcher, a guy that we really need, and a guy that you believe, and I don't think you're alone in this, uh, that he might have the best out pitch uh, in the entire organization, and that's Mark Church. That's say all well, that? Yeah, no, uh, when I uh, – I've seen other guys say it as well, but Mark Church's slider – I mean, it impressed everybody in the in the organization last year, and I'm not talking just coaches and uh, you know front office. I'm talking like the Degroms and the Nate Yavaldis and guys like that 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 saw him throw and saw that slider, and they really liked what they saw. And so, I mean, 
when you're getting that kind of praise from those guys, it isn't just me saying it. it it's guys in the organization that are that are throwing sliders every night that are saying that same thing. And you know, he had his he had his ups and downs in uh, in, in Round Rock this year, but for the most part, he was really really good there. Um, you, you know, he he gets guys out, and he was you know a late round draft pick, and and he was able to really move through the system quick and you know you saw that last year when he started at frisco after just barely being having any time at frisco and then working his way right up to triple a and being one of those first guys that got that that jump because he was you know um a guy that they need to find out if he could get outs in the in the pcl so if he can get outs there they want to know if he can get outs in the big leagues and and we're going to probably find out next year because i think mark church is going to be in that bullpen at some time next at some point next year another guy that we believe is going to be in that bullpen at some point next year is antoine kelly and yeah. uh, you and i both believe he we got lucky with him last year and i don't think the rangers are going to risk it this year yeah, no, he isn't. He he will probably be put on there. I mean, he really looked like a guy that could close baseball games in the big leagues last year at the end of the season. And once he got his walks under control and he started finding that he could be that he could be consistent in that strike zone and nobody was going to hit him regardless, that he really started to make some real strides and and you know, I think he had it, he had 79 strikeouts to 23 walks and he had a big walk problem at the beginning of the season. So once he got that under control and once he started to get guys out in the strike zone, you didn't see that walk problem pretty much after about the end of May. And so a lot of those walks were closer to April and May than they were to September whenever he was uh, starting to get that nod to get pushed up to Round Rock. Yeah, so really, really cool to to hear about him. And again, those are three guys that we think for sure are on. Yet the last guy, um, I don't know. And if you want, hey, from real quick, one time for Antoine Kelly, I found this real quick from June 13th to the end of the season, six walks. So of the 23 walks that he had after June 13th, there were just six. And uh, so his to- his ratio was forty nine to six after June thirteenth. I thought he I thought I saw that after about the end of May he really started to put things together, and uh, that uh, that stat really shows that forty nine to six. That's a that's a hellacious ratio. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Th- I, I, there's really not much to say about any of those three guys. Church and Kelly, I think you're gonna are gonna. We expect them to be make a contribution next year in the bullpen period. Like these are guys, you're going to know who they are. um, And we're really excited for these young cats to get up there and play another guy that I wouldn't say we debated. I I really am more asking you questions about him um, to kind of get an idea of what you thought was going to happen with him. And that's uh, Jose Corniel, right? It's Jose. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I really think that they're going to put him on the 40 man, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't, I couldn't for certain tell you that he was going on there. Yeah. Like I really think that he will though, because he, he made real big strides last year and that 119 strikeouts at 101 innings and having a sub three ERA and walking just 31, uh, you know, those are really, really numbers that somebody is studying right now telling his, 
you know, he's going to go into a meeting and, and slam his fist on the table and tell somebody, this is the guy. Yeah. And, and I mean, you get a team that has poor pitching. You get a team that you know next year is going to be just awful. You know, I mean, like maybe Anaheim or someone like that, that you just think that the whole thing may, you know, you, you may think Trout may be gone by the the off season, end of the off season, and they may be in a complete, complete rebuild. He's a guy that you can hide for a full season in the bullpen and just use him in situations that are, that are helpful for him. And, you know, a guy like Ron Washington is the type of dude that can really make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you don't want to, you don't want to give up a guy like uh, a guy like this. Like this is not a guy you want to see. Um, don't no. You don't want to see this guy beating you. Uh, for yeah, I mean, uh, he, you you don't want to have to be like, oh, well, we can sign him back in seven years for seven and forty-five <laughs> or seven and one hundred and forty-five. You know. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't want that. That is not something that you want. So. Um, so those are our, ours are kind of our locks. Like these are the, those are the guys that we're like, man, they're going to make it. Now we got four guys. And, and again, I, I really three that we and both really have. three, I think are locks, but Corniel, I would be really shocked if they didn't figure out something. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in terms of guys that we think or that <clears throat> will be dropping off of this 40 man roster. And I say it with a little bit of confidence. Um, kind of like this, like three of them, um, are almost a lock. The, the fourth one is really one I think might end up like, I, I kind of think he's probably not going to make it. Um, but the first guy that we think is not going to make this 40 man roster that technically is on there right now, um, is Matt Bush. Yeah. I kind of think that he's going to get non-tendered later in the week. Um, I just think that, I mean, he's 30, he's going to be 38 years old. He had a, a plus eight, you know, uh, over eight ERA last year with Milwaukee. Um, I, yeah, I, I just don't think that they're going to offer him a contract. And I imagine that there'll be another spot open up for free agency once that happens. Yep. And then now I added Austin Hedges on here just because, He's a guy that we really haven't talked about uh, him having well, him being off the team, but he's a yeah, free agent, he's he's a free agent from every I mean every understanding I have of the baseball rules. Austin Hedges is a, is a free agent for some reason. He's still on that forty man contract or roster, and if for some reason there's something that I'm not aware of that you know the he's on there for, I have no idea, but. Uh, I can't imagine he'd be tendered a contract this week if, if I guess somehow he's still, but I don't even, th- I mean, I don't think he's RML. I mean, they're like, he just should be a free agent. So I don't know. I, I don't have any, I don't have any real, you know, thoughts on hedges other than why is he still on there? Right. Right. Well, and I think, I think, um, you know, as a, as a Rangers homer, you know, we love Austin Hedges and what he has, he brought to this organization and forever will be grateful. Um, on the flip side of it, if, you know, we can't, I don't feel like that, that we can intentionally put him on our 40-man roster right now. I don't think, like, that means that's the end of it for the for him 
uh, on this team. I just think probably more like a minor league contract. If Absolutely. He the organization. Yeah, if he's give, give him a, give him some money though. I mean, I, I'd give him a little money just because, uh, you know, we want him to stick around. I'd love to keep him on as a coach because I think he's got a great future as a coach, but, um, yeah, definitely not going to stick or probably not going to make this round of cuts. And then Brett Martin is another one who's a name that we've we've talked about in the past, but didn't didn't got it. Did, he got a ring though, didn't he? Well, I mean, I guess he gets one. Uh, uh, technically, on your resume, you only get a ring if you were a part of the the twenty six man that was on the series uh, roster i think or in the playoff roster at some point i'm not 100 percent sure but yeah as a player he'll get a ring and he'll have a you know a ring for being part of the texas rangers and being on the club the whole year or whatever but um he's another he's an interesting guy because he's he's he could be productive out of the bullpen he's going to be healthy for the first time in several years so i don't know i don't know on him i would be Interested to see if they carry him the whole winter and give him a shot in the uh, in spring training, or if they don't, and see if he gets if they don't tender him and see if they can bring him back with a with a, a minor league contract with an invite to spring training. We'll just kind of see on him. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so the other person that I put on this list that. And it may be more of a bubble, but I, I just I, don't, I just can't see him coming back. And that's Jake Latz. Uh, you know, they've got lots of uh, ownership over Jake Latz for the next several years. So I could see him sticking on the 40 man because he's got uh, he's got good bullpen stuff. And, you know, I mean, he did well for Round Rock uh, this year and I could see him sticking around. Uh, but I could also see them trying to sneak him through waivers as well this offseason if they if it comes down to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the guys that are on the bubble and I'm actually going to kick it over to you just because I know you put a lot of effort into this one. My only request is that we start with a guy that I think of all the names on the bubble and there's two of them that stick out really big time to me, but, but one for sure that I know you like, I know I like him. Uh, and, and I want to, I'm really interested, to, interested to see what the Rangers do with him. And that's Dane Acker. Okay. Dane Acker is the most interesting case on this because he's just, uh, he, he's just spent a little bit of time in Frisco last year at the end of the year. He's a quality prospect. He's got a quality army has good stuff. He, um, also is the, is, you know, kind of like questionable because of health. And, you know, who knows on that case, but he seems like the type of guy, if they leave off of there, that they may lose. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, another, another interesting guy that kind of really started to put it together at the end of the year was Justin Slayton when they moved him to the bullpen. And he's another, he's another interesting guy because 
you know, he's coming up as a bit, you know, he's coming up through the system and he's a starter and he struggled at every level that he's been a starter in, but they get him to a point where he's coming out of the bullpen and he's, and he's, he has, we've seen him, you know, we've seen him a couple of times this year at Frisco. I mean, the guy throws the ball. Well, he has good stuff. He, he, uh, you know, he, he hovers around, you know, 95, 96. So, you know, I mean, he, he's got, he's got bullpen hand stuff. So we'll just kind of see what, what happens with him, but uh, he's, he's an interesting guy. And, uh, uh, you know, once he got to that bullpen, he really thrived. Another bullpen guy that, uh, you know, I could see that they don't want to, that they might not want to lose is Daniel Robert or, or Robert. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that he's kind of just, he's an older guy. But he was he was good last year in Round Rock, and he was forty man eligible last year. And I thought he was kind of a guy that um, you know they they were on the bubble about exposing, and they decided to. And I think the one thing that's going to probably turn people off from him is the fact that he's you know twenty nine. Gotcha. So gotcha. I don't. I think they'll probably leave him off. Um, another guy that that they'll they'll probably get left off because he he struggled at Round Rock when he was up there, mm-hmm. but he was really good in Frisco as Grant Wolfram. Yeah, and I uh, mean, and he's a guy he might be the type of dude that he could get, he could get, uh, um, you know, selected. I don't know that he would stick with a team, but I could see him getting selected. Um. And then, you know, the other guys we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, Davis Wenzel is another interesting guy that um, that the Rangers, he was Rule 5 eligible last year, but he had been coming off of a bunch of struggles because he couldn't stay healthy. He was having trouble getting on the field the last couple of years. Well, this year he was on the field for most of the year, and he had a, a couple of players of the week and uh, – um, 30 home runs to finish the season, and that's Davis Wenzel. And they're gonna have to make a decision on when Wenzel and decide whether you know, uh, do they want that pop on their bench or, or do they would they want to give the that you know, give that role play more to a guy like Josh Smith or uh, you know, so who knows on that? But Wenzel's another guy, he's gonna be interesting. He's uh, you know, a former first rounder, so you, you gotta kind of wonder where they are with him. And then another young fella that I don't think that they'll put on there, but he's eligible and he really, really killed it at down East, but he really, really struggled at Hickory and that's Winston Santos. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Talented player though, man. Like that's, that's a guy that probably somebody, another team, be willing to take a chance on and there is a chance but i i really don't think so because i mean i feel like his highest level i think he'll be more concerning next season whenever if he has a a quality start at hickory and then works his way up to round or frisco next year i think then you'll start seeing some real interest in him especially if he has any success at frisco uh another guy um blaine crim Blaine Krim is a guy that he hits, he hits, he hits, he hits. He's like Foscu, but not a first rounder, you know, like, yeah. and he's limited to first base or DH. 
and that, you know, not a ton of upside to that, but he does hit. Um, yeah. But I don't think that the, the Rangers will protect him. If there is a team that is looking for that type of guy, you know, I could see them maybe taking a flyer on him. Um, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think that'll, I'm not, I'm not really too worried about Blaine Krim either. Um, Cody Freeman is another guy that, um, you know, the Rangers are interested in this guy, um, but he's never played above a ball, uh, outside of the fall league. Um, but I don't think anybody could really see Cody Freeman being one of their 26 best guys. Um, just yet in his in his career, right, right. But but he is a heck of a player, and he's a very versatile guy too. Um, now, very true. Let's go ahead, and, and we kind of we kind of segued in here. Um, we talked about Santos. We talked about Acker, Robert. Did we talk about Slayton and Wolfram? We did. Yes. Okay. And then um, now now again we kind of segued into kind of our maybe. With Blaine Krim uh, and yeah. Coach Freeman, that, those but, uh, are kind also of Bubba, Bubba Natoa's on there. Well, he's more of a probably not, but stranger things have happened kind of guy mm. because he, he. I mean, most likely no, because he's never really pitched. I mean, maybe ten innings above low A. So okay. I don't see anybody try. I, I can't see that happening with him just because. He had a really nice fall league. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but he was another one of those guys that he'll be a first time exposed to the 40 or the rule five. Um, the Rangers have a couple of those guys. Um, Gavin Collier is another guy that's on that verge. Uh, Nick Lockhart, uh, Adrian Rodriguez. Um, Michael Brewer is a guy that spent most of his uh, season at Frisco but, I mean, he got hit up pretty hard. Um, so, I don't think he'll be a guy that um, that they protect, and I don't think he'll be a guy that they lose. I think he's still a little bit away from figuring it out at the double-A level, let alone the, the major league level. Okay. Um, so, I feel like we pretty much got through everybody on our list, and we talked about them. One more quick uh, one more quick question about it, about this list. Um, and th- this is, since it happened to us last year, I, I, I can't help but ask about it this year. It do it, who, if you had to guess who the Mason Engler for this year would be, who, who would you, who would it be? Well, it, I think it's for sure. Jose Corniel, if they leave him off. Yeah. And then if they put him on there, another guy that um, that might spark is maybe um, uh, Winzel Davis Winzel because I mean the thirty home runs are impressive. I don't yeah. care where you hit thirty home runs if right. you hit thirty home runs. It's Plus impressive. he's versatile. It's not and like he plays. Yeah, one- yeah. He could be, you could hide him for a full season on a, on a roster. And like we talk about, you know, once you, once you get through that first year, then he's got options. He can start at AAA if he didn't, if he struggled and then work his way back up to the big leagues. And like I said, there's going to be bad teams. There's always bad teams. There's always opportunistic teams. Yep. That are always looking at Milwaukee's one of those 
opportunity, you know, opportunistic type of teams that they're like, oh, they didn't protect Antoine Kelly. Well, let's go get him back because, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. so anyways, I mean, then the, then the trade's a wash, right? Because Bush is here and Matthias has been gone and Kelly's right. back in here, <laughs> Milwaukee. But anyways, yeah, yeah, it's just a – it's just a fun it's it's fun to look at all the guys and you know those last group of guys that we talked about they'll probably be a guys that we talk about again next year at this time that who you know are, we're making a decision on Bubba because he had yeah. such a good season this year at both Hickory and and Frisco and you know Emiliano Teodo will probably be a guy next year if he doesn't make it to the the big leagues that we're talking about so you know lots of guys lots of fun 40 men's, uh, you know, prospects will break your heart, but at the same time, you got to keep them on that 40 man to find out if they will or won't. Yeah. And it's, and, and if there's anything that I, that you have shown me uh, in the midst of doing all of this um, is that prospects are also fun. Um, so it's just, much fun. It's so much fun to talk about it. So much fun to speculate. Um, and, and you really just, honestly, you just don't know uh, until they get out there and play. I mean, we, we swore up and down that we thought Evan Carter was going to be what he was, but how many times have we seen players that were supposed to be the next, you know, big thing not turn out to be that? Mike uh, Olt. What's that? Mike Olt. Yeah, well, Mike or uh, Justin the, Smoke. What, uh, Ruben Mateo. Ruben, oh, <laughs> let's give Ruben Mateo a break. The man did like break himself in half running over first base that one time. So we'll <laughs> give him a break. I think. I think, yeah, I think we had some fun tonight. It was a good show. We probably talked longer than we needed to, but just a, a lot a lot going on and a lot of fun stuff going on with uh, Major League Baseball right now. Absolutely. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, if we hadn't plugged our exclusive content enough, uh, I'll tell you about it one more time. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys, where we're covering all things Rangers, uh, minor league system, organization-wide. Uh, we just dropped our uh, latest episode where we talk a lot about some of this stuff here. Um, gosh, it's all we've been talking is minor league all day, boy. I don't even remember. I can't even remember now what we uh, what what we talked about on down on the farm. Oh but, man, well minor leagues. That's what yeah. we talked about. We talked about the Round Rock Express, and uh, we talked about those champion surprise Sajeros. Yeah. So again, if you like the content here, then you should go check us out. Uh, on our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And subscribe today. It's just $1.99 a month to get all of your minor league news. And if you want more than what you got today, uh, go check out that show. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, this hey, is uh, real quick, a oh, programming oh. note. Programming note. Programming note. We will drop Tuesday's episode Tuesday evening after everything has went down and we have uh, – qualifying offers and guys put on the 40 man and all of that stuff. So we, um, so we don't have to, so we don't have to do it on Wednesday and, and leave you with nothing on Tuesday. It'll just be a little bit later in the evening. Absolutely. So yeah, don't forget to check us out. So um, tomorrow morning, we will not be having a show, but look for us on Tuesday evening to drop that show. And if you're a morning listener, uh, we'll be back Wednesday morning so that we can, make sure that we've got all the up-to-date news on this Rangers roster. So again, thanks everyone for tuning in. We are Texas Rangers with the boys. Uh, don't forget to check out our uh, social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out that website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. One word. And we told you all about our down on the farm with the boys. Uh, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting 
platform for the 300 pound manimal. This is your boy, Kev. We are the world champion, Texas Rangers, and we are Texas Rangers with the boys. Signing out.